Good morning. It's Aya Wimala. I'm getting off to a late start this Sunday. Um, little, you know, I'm baby, uh, babysitting. I'm cat sitting, and a uh, little, little, few difficulties with the cats kind of slowed things down this morning. So it's a dreary day today. We've had sunny, bright, very summery days, and. It's overcast this morning, and it looks like it rained last night. And um, the change, everything is so impermanent. It's good practice to be aware of the weather every day, I'm finding. Just to notice how quickly it changes, and then notice, does it change your mood or your attitude, or um, do you have a reaction to it, to it being pleasant or unpleasant? These are just good things to watch, so we can use everything for our practice. Uh, this is Visak month, and on uh, 20, the 26th Wednesday is actually, and Visak is the celebration that we, it's the biggest celebration in Buddhism. It's, it's really the celebration of all the events of the Buddha's life, that his birth, his enlightenment, and uh, then his final enlightenment when he dies, Parinibbana. And uh, the, usually the whole month is celebrated, but the day, the specific Visaka day, is May the 26th. And it's all of these holidays, uh, Buddhist and most Asian holidays, are based on a lunar calendar. So that's the full moon. And um, there's so much, if you're interested in learning more about it, we've had talks at the temple. There was a really good talk yesterday by Bhante Sankhi, Bhante Sankicha, with the Michigan uh, temple. And he's a wonderful friend of our temple and has been since the beginning. And his talk was on uh, how the Buddha worked with uh, lay people, some of the advice he gave lay people and, and his friends, uh, and how important, and, and he talked about the complete Sangha in Buddhism, that the Buddha said we need to have these four groups in, in our community, in our Sangha, for his teachings to work in the world, and that was the uh, those were the monks and the nuns, so the bhikkhus and the bhikkhunis, and uh, lay lay people, men and women, and so it's all it all works together. There's interdependence between all everyone, so we we can't have uh, one without the other, and so whether you're a monastic or a lay person, you're equally important in the in the community that the Buddha developed and, and developed in his lifetime and still continues. So I think it's no one's, no one's better than anybody else in this community. Everyone has a role and everyone can advance as far as they as, as they want to. Or advance is not the word, right word, but uh, anyone can find that awakened heart, that bodhicitta. So, it's a special time of the year. So, if you're um, if you're 
if you look around on the internet, you'll see a lot of things for Visak or Visaka. Uh, and there are a lot of great talks and different, um, different things will be going on all this week. But remember Wednesday is the particular day, so you might want to uh, come to the temple on Wednesday because they'll be chanting. And Tuesday evening, the regular Saturday evening uh, bi-weekly sutta study with all the monks, uh, the bhikkhus and bhikkhunis, that I'm, uh, I was invited to be part of. That's We changed the date from yesterday, last evening, and we're doing it on Tuesday, the 25th. So this Tuesday evening, there'll be uh, that sutta discussion with probably about, there'll probably be about 25 uh, monastics. And uh, the topic will be on the importance of Visaka and different people's uh, faith, uh, parts of it that they appreciate and suttas that they think of and uh, important the, the important qualities that we're, we're celebrating and how important how important uh, the Buddha is to this practice, not as a god, but as a teacher and an example. And so there'll be some wonderful, I think some wonderful uh, little snippets of uh, what's important to different people in terms of the suttas around these, around the teacher who uh, gave the suttas or basically the talks of the Buddha over his 40, 40 years of teaching. So it's, there's so many of them and they're all so rich and we, we try to maintain the integrity of those suttas and those teachings to this, to this day. So that should be interesting. There'll be information. You can find that on uh, Bhante Saranapala's live Facebook and there'll be, well, I'll be putting up some uh, information about that too. So why don't we sit together today and we have a little time left and we can be together that way, which is such a beautiful way to be together in a topsy-turvy world, which is what we call samsara. And what we, we know, that's its nature. So part of our practice is always understanding the nature of the world and the realities of, of this world and being able to still live our lives with a stable mind and, uh, and with happiness and with, uh, with the ability to keep our own counsel and not be swayed by the vicissitudes of the world. And that's what our practice is all about. Uh, we're not trying to, we're not, we're, the way we change the world is very subtle and it's very personal, but we change ourselves and then that can radiate out and affect others. But the way we change our world is to see it very clearly and know how to respond to it without letting it destroy us or create a lot of disturbance for us. We work, we work with the realities of the world 
because we know that world is uh, there is suffering in the world and we learn how to find joy and happiness and not let the suf- not let that potential for suffering rule us and we learn about impermanence that everything is impermanent everything will change so it may be wonderful today and it may be sunny and bright one day and cloudy and overcast and muggy the next and we learn that that's the nature of things so we learn how to work with that and we learn about uh, not letting our our image of ourself or our own uh, self our self identification not letting that get in the way of seeing things clearly and sometimes that um, sometimes we need to step aside and see things more clearly than just through our own eyes that there's a lot more out there than just our viewpoints and our personality and our take on things and that's uh, sometimes called I got distracted by a squirrel going, kind of leaping up in the air. I'm sorry. There's a lot of there are a lot of squirrels just running crazy in my little tiny grass space. Um, but we see that's all coming through my viewpoint, right? So <laughs> um, we learn to not take ourselves so seriously because there's so much more than we than than is than than we understand and know and see. And so uh, we can we, we use our practice and our daily, the way we live every day to uh, shift, kind of shift ourselves out of our own way a lot and see things more clearly. So why don't we sit together? So let your body Just come to that comfortable, yet awake posture. And if if you're using this to help you be able to fall asleep, if you have trouble sleeping at night and that's when you listen, uh, remember one thing you can work towards is just uh, watching as you become sleepier and more relaxed. Uh, being able to be conscious of that last breath you take before you fall asleep. But our bodies can be attentive and we can also be relaxed and have our eyes closed at the same time. Let your spine be straight if you're on the floor or if you're in bed or walking or in a chair and that will help your body actually be able to relax more be aware of the body breathing And as you feel your body relaxing into this familiar posture, this familiar position, you might be doing walking meditation and listening, but you 
as you practice more, you begin to be, your body begins to be so familiar with, ah, now we can, now we can settle down. Be aware of the breath and the body's doing that breathing for us. Be grateful for the body. It's always helpful to include a body scan to be sure your body, you're aware of how your body's feeling. You're not um, out of contact with that. And to be grateful to the body. Just move down from the top of your head, down through your head. If you feel any discomfort or tightness or constriction as you move through your head, you might want to just breathe into the spot where you feel that tension or that pain. One or two breaths and just as you exhale, just open up, just relax. See if you can let go of the pressure. Let go of the t tension or the tightness. Then continue moving through the body, inside and out. Down into your neck and shoulders. down both arms, all the way down into your fingers and your, your hands and your fingers. Let your hands relax. And come back up to your upper chest, the top of your back, be aware of your shoulder blades and again you might sense your breath in your upper chest. Try to be sure your breathing is naturally now just coming down deeper into your lungs. You may notice tension across your shoulders and your back, top of your back and down to your shoulder blades. It's often from the way we we're either at a computer or we're bending over. So allow that part of your body to just relax. See if you can let some of that tension go. Let's move down through that upper chest area into the middle of your torso. Breathing as you move, being aware 
if there is any tightness or tension, you can let yourself breathe into that spot and exhale the tightness out. And then keep moving down into your pelvic area, your hips. Move down your upper legs. knees, down into your lower legs, into your ankles, into your feet, all the way through your toes. And you can also spend, you can have create your meditation with your body can be much longer. But I think it's always good to have a short body scan or that contemplation of the body is a very important meditation practice. Just come back to that awareness of your breath. You may want to focus around your nostrils, where you can feel a subtle sensation as you breathe in and breathe out. Or you may Focus on your belly, feeling the belly expand out as you inhale and come in as you exhale. And that's a, it's a little, it's not as subtle as the sensations around your nose, your nostrils but it's definitely a part of your body you can watch. We aren't follow, we aren't changing that spot. We can pick it and try to stay with it, but we're not following that breath all through our bodies. We're following it. point that we pick where we can feel the sensations. Of inhale, outhale, exhale.
Just stay with each breath. Be aware of things coming in through your senses. Be aware of thoughts, but no need to uh, feed them with your attention. So be aware of sounds. Be aware of smells. Be aware of the contact you feel. Your feet on the floor. If you're sitting in a chair or on a cushion, you'll feel your bottom on the seat. Your clothes touching your skin. The temperature of the air or the breeze if you're outside walking. You'll be aware of even the taste in your mouth, or if your mouth is dry. And you'll be aware of the thoughts passing through your mind. But with all of these things, we can just be aware of them, not turning everything into thoughts. And those thoughts that are there, we can be aware of them without getting distracted by them or caught up in them. Just keep coming back to the breath. to yourself. Don't judge yourself if your mind becomes distracted or you have trouble uh, letting go of thoughts. Just start over again with the next breath. Gradually it gets easier, but then you'll have a day where it's very difficult. It always changes 
We have to let go of judging ourselves before we can let go of judging others. So that's why we practice metta, loving friendliness. So we have, we can end today with that practice. Begin by sending those thoughts of friendliness, kindness to yourself. May I be well and feel safe. May I be happy. May I be free from suffering and its causes. And in turn, as we develop those qualities towards ourselves and the ability to send ourselves those, those good wishes, those good thoughts, uh, we're also developing the ability of sending out those, radiating out those qualities to others, other beings. We begin where it seems easiest, with those near to us, with our family. May they be well, may they be peaceful, may they be happy. And may they be safe. And then we just continually radiate out further, sending out just those same good, simple thoughts. May all beings, human beings, all animals and creatures, all the beings that we don't see, that we cannot see, and all the beings that we can't even imagine. And we also send out the thoughts to those people who are difficult people for us. Let go of any, let go of the the attachment, the negative attachment to people that we want to think of as enemies. Just think about sending goodwill to all beings. And just continue to let that expand and radiate out from you. There's no limit to that. It's infinite. May all beings everywhere, human and non-human, be able to live in peace. And be safe.
Let's close by just sending merit. May everything we do and say and think be done for the good of ourselves and for the good of all other beings. Thank you so much. Have a beautiful day and remember uh, the 26th is Visaka Day, Buddha Day, although we've been celebrating it all month. Thanks for being part of my practice.